0: Lastly, we have to take our declaration before we sit down. Hallelujah. We're gonna take our declaration. Uh, I I will read because we don't have it. I will just read and you repeat after me line by line. Amen. I am the believer of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have been empowered with the inner strength of God through His Holy Spirit. The understanding, the understanding of God is upon my life to understand how long wide high, to how long wide high. and how deep His love is. Because of His love, I'm growing every day to be made complete with all the fullness of life. And power that comes from God. And Money and cares of life can never be my issue. Can never be my issue, cause I'm too busy seeking Him daily. I'm growing in all spiritual wisdom, insight and knowledge of Christ. In Jesus' name, all say Amen. amen. Hallelujah! Jungle since forget about Jesus. Amen. amen hallelujah today we can sit down can have our seats so they're gonna be doing um, a study I'm gonna just be reading the, the, the Bible and just to give us a kind of uh, enlightenment and a revelation according to God's word it's called the Bible is Jesus hallelujah I'm gonna reading the uh, first Corinthians first Corinthians I will be using the new living translation as my Call Bible. I want to, if I continue, uh, I want to uh, lay something down for us so that we can get clarification. Amen. You know, some people they have issues with translation. They say this is the best translation. This one is the best translation, and uh, in fact, they they will be saying that King James is the best, the Bible. Actually, King James is a, also a translation. You know, you need to understand that. And the reason why people don't really understand it is because it was authorized by the king. It's a king's language. You get it? So if you are not used to that language, you wouldn't you wouldn't understand it. You will see something like Didest, careest You might not understand those languages, you understand? So sim- just to simplify things, you know, Bible was not really written in English. You know, it was written the ancient language, like the Hebrew, the Greek, you understand. So they start to translate it from German to different kind of languages. So it's English is not really the, the what they used to write the, the Bible. Hope I'm making myself clear. So for those people that think that King James is the real Bible, that that's not true. That's not true. In fact, King James is one of the translations. I just want to make us clear so that we can understand how we go about it. And most time when they read the King James, they don't really understand it, and they still pretend. You get it that they understand it. They don't understand it. That's the truth. Because the reason why they don't understand it is because the language is for the king. King's James version of the Bible is not actually. You get it. Yeah, so if you don't understand it, it means that you have to look for another translation that you can understand. Don't kill yourself. Up, up, and make myself clear. Holy Spirit has given people, uh, great people, the, the 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 insight, the inspiration and the ability to translate the scripture. And if you read carefully, if you're not at a study, you find out that it's it goes the same, you understand, with all different translations. I just have to make that clear so that we understand as we as we go by, so that nobody will feel somehow when I'm not reading King James as the, the normal, that's a popular one, people know the King James Version. Amen. All right. First Corinthians, I just want to give out the content. So it's, it's surrounded by uh, Surrounded by corruption and every cons- conceivable sin, the Christians in Corinth felt pressure to adapt to the low standard around them. Many who had already compromised asserted that they were free in Christ. But what did this freedom mean? In order to resolve this confusion, Paul wrote this letter to the Corinthian church. The letter covers a wide variety of topics, including... River faction, inset among believers, public lawsuit between fellow Christians, abuse of spiritual gifts, and disorderly conduct, during church meetings, and the the Lord's Supper. Paul addressed each of these problems, pointing to Christ as the ultimate solution. Paul also gave answers to some specific questions asked by the Corinthians. Some of these topics include marriage, eating food sacrifice to idols, and the resurrection of Christ and his followers. Throughout the letter, Paul repeatedly emphasized that Jesus followers should let Christ shape their lives, hallelujah, beliefs and values so that they would not be shaped by the world around them. You get it? 1 Corinthians provides the Christian church with an actual example of how specific problems were addressed and corrected in the early church. I just had to read the contents in the Bible or from the New Living Translation. Amen. To give us to let us know where we are going to. So we're going to start from chapter 1. Chapter 1, I want to read. So this letter is from Paul. Choosing by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. Amen. See that first? Paul was choosing by what? The will of God. Amen. It is not the will of man. Paul was choosing what? By the will of God, not the will of man, to be an apostle. So for somebody to say he's a, a man of God, he must first hear from God. Amen? You see, it is not just to just to preach. That's the main thing. Some people, some pastors, some churches, when a man starts to preach, 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 they just open branch for the person. You get it? Maybe the person is not actually called. You get it? So it's a problem. Once you miss that, it's a problem. But you need to be called. God needs to speak to you first. That will give you the boldness to move. If it is done with just a uh, human intellect or human's anointing, seriously, you're going to you're gonna crash. Because the work of God is not just the way you see it. The, the ministry work is not just the way you see it. It's, it's tougher than the way you see it. The only way it can get easier is when you walk in the Holy Spirit. When you walk in direction. That's why he said, he always used that. I'm an apostle of Christ. You get it? So this letter is from Paul. Choosing by the will of God so be an apostle of Christ Jesus and from our brothers' sustenance. I'm writing to God's church in Corinth to you who have been called by God to be to be his own holy people. He made you holy by means of Christ Jesus. Amen. He said, He made you holy by what? By means of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> I wrote here in one of my, my study book. I say holiness is a gift from God. Holiness is not what you... It's not, it's not handy. Not a reward for work. You don't work holiness. You don't work it out. It's Jesus Christ that make you holy in faith. You don't just go and be doing activity... So that you will be holy. In fact, you will miss it. Holiness is a nature and a lifestyle... In the lives of believers. This makes it active. Amen. In as much as we can touch or see it, its attributes its attributes are fed by people we rule it as a reflection of Christ's character and behavior in us. So they see the holiness in us. Holiness is not when you are cold. When you are cold, you not be doing, you not be, you not tie your hair, or you, it's not something you manufacture. Holiness is in us. Anybody that is holy will not lie. You get it? It's not by just wearing a. Covering your leg from your, your body, from your head to toe. That's not holiness. Holiness reflects to the way you speak. That's why I say it's active. It's a character. It's seen in us. It's not what you see. People not turn holiness as if it's what you see. You have to wear suit and tie to be holy. You have to wear white and white to be holy. It means pure. No. If you wear black and black, it means you are a devil. You get it? It's a problem. That's not holiness. I I'm making myself clear. Holiness is not when you polish your shoe. When you shine it, shine it be shining like a star. No, that's the holiness. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Holiness is the reflection of God's character in you. You'll be seeing it manifesting in the way you talk. Most times, it's from your heart. It comes out from the heart. It's not by what you wear. Get it? So, if we don't understand that, we would think that uh, holiness is a kind of a particular thing. It's not a particular thing, you get it. It's not a particular thing, it's not how we dress. No, that's not holiness. Holiness is a character, it's a character. That's why I say it's a gift. So if we have to do holiness, that's to say we cannot get holiness. That's the truth. We cannot get holiness if we want to do it. This is what he said: He made you holy. God made Jesus made God made you holy by means of Christ Jesus. That is why you are holy. You don't need to be perfect. All you have to do is to bring your imperfection right in God's presence and you will be perfect. You see the mindset? It's not you trying to correct your sin. You get it? It's not you trying to correct yourself. It's by following the instructions of God. Putting yourself. So when I say you are holy, you have to say I am holy. I'm holy by what? By the means of what Christ Jesus, some, some, some believers are ha, ha, holy, you are for me holy. No, 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 you are holy. If I ask people, are you righteous? They're like, I am righteous, they will be doubtful. You are righteous. You are made righteous by God. You are made holy because of why Jesus is holy. So the reason why you are scared to say you are holy because you are thinking about your works. You are thinking about your imperfection. That's why you cannot proclaim it. Paul says he's not ashamed. This gospel made him perfect. Don't you get it? It's not, it's not what you walk. You need to be bold. Say you are holy. And huh? by the time you keep on speaking this word, you find same will run away from you. Your lifestyle will change. You, you're not building holiness, you are accepting holiness. Amen. Amen. I'm making myself clear. Yes. So it's a gift, it's a gift, just as it did for all the people everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord, and us. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus give you grace and peace. Verse 4, I always thank God, thank my God for you and for the gracious gifts he has given. So I be reading slowly? Now that you belong to Christ Jesus, through him God has enriched your church in every way with all your eloquent words and all your knowledge. This confirms that what I told you about Christ is true. Now you have every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you strong to the end so that you will be free from all the blame on the day when our Lord Jesus returns. God will do this for he is faithful to do what he says and he he has invited you into partnership. His son Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Now, this verse 8, there's a division in church. As we read, God will bring it to reveal a lot of things to us. Amen. Verse 10. I appeal to you, it's an appeal. After he must have introduced and gave thanks to God for all what God has been doing in the ministry. He said, I appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. To live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions in the church. This is an instruction. Let there be no divisions in the church. Rather, be of one mind, united in thoughts and purpose. Okay, let me let me say let me pause. In thoughts and purpose. Be in one mind. Be united in thoughts and purpose. Paul knew that there would be diversity of ministry. Paul knew that God is gonna use people. I tell people opening, see, having a lot of ministries is not a problem. Having churches everywhere is not a problem. The issue is let us be one mind in thoughts and purpose. A, a church, let's say Mr. A Church and Mr. B Church should not be any different. Mr. A can bold go to Mr. B Church. And worship God is a standard mathematics. One plus one is two in Nigeria, one plus one is two around the world. Do you really get it? So, Paul didn't want a division. I really get to understand it. But I just want to draw a point when he said, rather be of one mind. You see, that's why I get, I get so surprised when I go to a particular place and I found out that the system they run there is different. The one man is a spirit. One mind. I should not come to your church and they are, they are, the, 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 what they are practicing there is different from what we have in the scripture. Do you get it? So it's, it's, not, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. There shouldn't be difference. I should be comfortable when I come to your church. Now the reason why there are differences is, is because most churches... Don't use the standard, the measuring standard called the word of God. That's what I'm saying. That's why you see. How do you know that one plus one is two? You read it from a mathematics textbook. The teacher not told you that one plus one is two. That's the same textbook they use around the world. Because it's a manual, it's standard. The word of God is the standard. The Bible is what God has given to us. Nobody should not be preaching something different just to entice the people. You get it. That is why some people, when they go to a different denomination, they get they get confused because they say things done in a different way, and you cannot fit yourself in. Like this is not what is written in the Bible. The why they're doing something different. So we should be one mind, united in thought and purpose. Let me continue. For some members of Cleo's household have told me about your quarrels. You see, my dear brothers and sisters. Some of you are saying, I am a follower of Paul. You get it? Others are saying, I follow Apollos. Or I follow Peter. Or I follow only Christ. What is he saying? Now, I'm very sure that this is very clear because most, we see this thing every day. You know, we, we just use this thing like a joke. Uh, some people say, I'm a, I'm a winner. I'm a, I'm a Christ embassy, I'm a this, I'm a that, you get it? We are, we are trying to, like this is our thing. This is my church. You get it? Now, Paul knew that this is causing the division. That is why he had to address it. The church then, it was not more than 100. They were not, really, they were not up to 100 in the Corinthians. So, so that you understand that they know where they were. The Holy Spirit know what he's doing. He knew that the church we grew, Will grow so big, around the world, that people will not be having their own. Like, this is my own. This one is not my own. <laughs> when I need, you have to come to my church for my church to help you. Are you understanding me? Mean? That's that's what is is, is, is online that's not what at first I'm here if I go to Christ's embassy I want to come and worship God I am part of God do you get it I'm a body of Christ I'm, I'm not supposed to be treated even if I want to come and stay for one week and live there do you get it I'm supposed to be treated like somebody that came to worship God that's what Paul is trying to talk about don't create any difference he said he's reading here he says some of you are saying I am, I'm following Paul in church so I, like, I like Pastor, I like Pastor, I like Pastor, Pastor Kevin. The other one say I like Pastor, Pastor John. The other one say I like, no, I want to follow this one, this one is good. This one, is, you know, that's what they were trying to do. They're causing division. Their policy said, has Christ been divided in factions? That's what Paul asked. He said, was I Paul crucified for you? Did I, was I crucified for you? He said, me that died. For you. Why would you say you want to follow me? This Paul writing he also brought down himself because he, Christ must be on top I hope I'm making myself clear yes, alright let's proceed were any, you see, were any of you baptized in the name of Paul of course not, Paul did not baptize you, thank God he said I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius. for now no one can say they were baptized in my name oh yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanas but I don't remember baptizing anyone else. For Christ didn't send me to baptize, but to preach the good news. And not with clever speech, for fear that the cross of Christ will lose its power. You see how he settled that aspect of division? So we need, to be, we need to be very, very careful. When we sense this in anywhere, in any way we can correct within ourselves. Necessarily not be able to correct out the errors, that's what you don't understand. <laughs> this is just to give up while we are studying, is for us to understand it so that when we see it coming, we we'll know how to handle it. There are some errors that cannot be corrected, but for the another generation, I want us I want to understand something that there's generation upon generation, there's time for everything. You get it? God wants to use you to start up another generation. So you need to prepare your mind. You might not be able to correct because those people they've stuck themselves in the in the thing that they cannot leave it. So you see somebody that will be drawing someone. If somebody is going to another church, they want to draw the person out of that church and come to your church. They will say come, come. They'll give you this thing. I say I'm going to the one guys. I say I'm going to. You want to give me letter? Let me come to his church. Let me just come to. His church. I'm going to a church. I already have a church. I'm going to. Do you get it? What's that? Okay. If I leave. I leave. I want to leave my church. So that I can't come to your church. I'm not serving the same God. If I decide to be serving, going to this church for a particular time, want to worship God, that's where I decide to go. If I want to leave this place and come to another place because of environment, I'll decide to go. Another problem I'm having <laughs> nobody, see, you are not tied to any ministry. I want to make that clear to everybody. No man of God can say, Want to tie somebody's destiny? No, it's not right. You have the ability. At first, the thing is that at fast is centered in Christ Jesus, and there is a reason for your movement. Listen, no, I did not tell you that when somebody offends you in the church, you not run and leave the church. No, no that that's not what we're talking about. Too. For example. If someone is attending a particular church, a ministry, and the place seems to be very, very far. Because there are various ministries that are, that's why there's ministry close to your house. (laughs) What stops you from attending the one that's close to you? I'm asking that question, what stops you? Nothing should stop you now, because why? They are serving Jesus Christ. So, the reason is that if they're not serving Jesus Christ, that's the problem. But if they are serving Jesus Christ in that church, nothing should stop you. This way, we have a problem. We can't be comfortable in the ministry. Now, the pastor will not be angry <laughs> that you want to leave his church and go to another church. You see, you see, you see the problem, it's not supposed to be so. The main thing is as a man of God, you now give the, the, the member a guardian. Okay, this is this, this, okay. You now look for the church that you can recommend the person that they preach Jesus Christ. Go to this place. Since it's closer to you, this is a particular reason. You have a reason. There is nothing wrong at all. That's what we're talking about here. The main thing is if you are serving Jesus Christ in that place, Secondly, no matter the distance, if God has placed you for a particular place, for a particular assignment, let me tell you the truth. It's for a reason. If you like, let it from Cameroon or from Benin to Lagos, you will go. So, people come from Ecoma to Benin. The main thing is about following what? The direction of what Jesus. I what I'm trying to say, nothing should be the hindrance of anybody. If you want to leave any place, to go to any place, not just even that you, prefer you have a good motive as a person. Now, secondly, the pastor should not stop you if you have a good motive. That's what I'm trying to say. Another thing is that, even if some pastor want to tell you that your place is far, they want to tell you not to to stop this present church and go to that place that is what? That is what? That is closer. Now, listen to me. Because we are moved by the Spirit. You yourself, except God has spoken to you, I hope i'm making myself clear you you know the reason why you are strong you want to change this church that is far if god has not spoken to you you can still tell your pastor that i still want to remain here no matter what i'll pick up and make myself clear everything should be done with good reason you don't wake up on money and just because of sentiments you leave church see let me tell you you will be changing churches eh? <laughs> Because you know why? where you are still going to? You see, little man being gay. Somebody will still offend you. Do you get it? Yes. Things happen. You don't change job because of things. You change job because of time and a reason. So when that reason comes, no matter what it is, it should be done in peace. That's what Paul is talking about. Because there, there be division. There, there you no know, people are preferring people to another. No, no, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. So I just have to address that so that we we'll move on. Okay. Amen. Let's let's move on. And he says he said something in verse 17. For Christ didn't send me to baptize, but to preach the good news, and not with clever speech. For fear that the cross of Christ would lose its power. What does that mean? <laughs> you see, some people, you know, as this this uh, ministry work is by the Spirit. Paul, you know, is very educated. You know, there are places you see when you start to talk about some certain things about um, the wisdom of men and the wisdom of God. You start to explain it little by little. He he didn't want to just come and say because he's educated. They will not be using that that education as his was as his foundation. How about making myself clear to teach the word of God? Now, so people will come. You will be speaking grammar. You know. Like, <laughs> you are not a lawyer, you're speaking grammar. The person you are communicating with, them, they will not understand you. You are using grammar to preach the word of God, you're not using the spirit, there's no spirit. So people come to be speaking English, English that you you wise people, even the Western people, they've done them not to speak English. You know, speak or evil at the end, nobody will be blessed. He said, I did not come with clever speech because once you put your mind on that thing. That is what you want to use to sustain the ministry. That is what you want to use to sustain this thing. Hey, if you can just come, dress suits, classic suits, and speak well, you know, the ministry will move, people will be attracted to people. You know, men, men do this thing. They do this thing. It's the wisdom of men. As we read, you see what God started, what Paul started to explain. Let's, let's go to verse 18. The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. Are you surprised? <laughs> Why they, they they look at you? They say y'all look at you and they say you're they a church person. No man, no, no. the that they don't understand what we're doing. A a carnal, natural person will never understand you. A carnal-minded person will never understand you at all. So it is foolishness to them. But we who have been saved, know it is the very power of God. Hallelujah. As the scripture say, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and discard it in the, the intelligence of the intelligent. Hallelujah. Let's move. So where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars, and the world's brilliant debaters? God has made the wisdom of the world look foolish. Since God in his wisdom saw to it that the world will never know him through human wisdom. He has used our foolish preaching to save those who believe. Hallelujah. It is foolish to the Jews who ask for signs from heaven. And it is foolish to the Greeks who seek human wisdom. So when we preach that Christ was crucified, the Jews are offended. And the Gentiles say, it's all nonsense. The scholars and the philosophers, they wanted to prove the unbelievers they want to see signs. they want to see something that is physical, that that is as I, that will happen now. The thing is is matching with their words, with their philosophy. Say so some schools, they say I say I belong to a school of thought. When I tell you Jesus walk on water, he say, it's not possible. The up trust. start to close physics for me. How is it possible when the buoyancy we, we, you know they start the sort of quote or something for you? It's not possible, that, No, 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 it's not possible. I can't walk on water, you go away. It's not possible. They are natural people. It is not possible for God to go up to ascend. It's not possible. He disobeyed what the gravity, he disgraced gravity to, to, what? to physicians. It is not possible. So it's like, he's foolish. But that is what he used to what? To confirm them. Now, sorry, you're, going to, you're going to understand. Let's, let's proceed. But to those, verse 24, but to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. This foolish man of God is wiser than the wisest of humans' plan. That thing that seems foolish to them is the wisest, and God's weakness is stronger than the greatest of human strength. <laughs>